0: At a, uh, it's 10, 11 a.m. here, but I guess, I thought originally you're from Ireland, but no, you're from London?
1: No, no, no. So, I'm um, I'm from Belfast. I was born in Northern Ireland, raised in Northern Ireland, but I currently live in London.
0: Oh, okay, because, uh, when yeah. Linda was recommending me a bunch of Ireland-based artists, you were one of them, so I thought you were in Ireland the whole time, but I guess not.
1: No, I, I go over, but, um, um, and I'm from there, so, yeah, I'm... I'm an Irish artist,
0: but I live in London. Okay, well, what I mean that that transition to you, like, what do you think is kind of the difference? Not not trying to pit Ireland versus uh, London or anything, but I mean, how is it over there compared to when you were previously working in uh, not working? I mean, uh, living in Ireland.
1: They're so different. So in Northern Ireland, I was the. I think, yeah, my family was the only black family that I was aware of, apart from one other family. Um, and we were friends with them. So I was like um, very unique in in Ireland. and I really liked it. <laughs> in London, it's like maybe, I don't know, 20% black people. So um, it's easier to blend in and to be inconspicuous or anonymous in London. So that's the main difference. It's just that in, in Ireland, the, the black population is tiny. I think it must be under 1% of people in Ireland
0: are black. So, does that really explain? And then, no, okay, I thought someone was going to the room. Like, my cat just, like, who is that? So, I got my cat on, on the side here. Now, usually she's, like, running around the, the room, acting crazy because she wants to be fed. But, uh, or just she's calm, like, now. Except she just is alert that someone might have <laughs> opened the... I don't really know, because I heard the door, and then she's like... What was that? Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, so she's around here looking at me and then looking at the door. But, no, I mean, I've uh, heard of at least a little bit of what's going on now regarding relationships with black people. Now, something I didn't tell, t- talk too much about with... Uh, Selvi Demai, which is like my previous, uh, or Irish artist that i talked to courtesy again by linda's basically connecting me to these amazing people like you for example but she had this thing called the gender disparity report and it's also about regarding the percentage of women and also the percentage of people of color uh, up there with uh, you know all, all the uh, or non-colored people uh, or non-people of color uh, or white people or whatever you want to say in the uh, top ranks of Like, for example, on the top 20 artists, if I'm going to pull it up, I remember when she uh, put that link up, there was only one black artists on the top 20 and i was looking at that like that is really crazy because uh i'm again you know racism is everywhere it is global and i never really appreciate or maybe i guess maybe except for japan japan i hear they are 100 percent kind to everybody they're like the nicest place to live in so maybe besides japan but everywhere else there is a issue with racism i mean yeah Po- very popular here in the U.S. because we got terrible leaders, racist leaders, and we, even though there are still plenty of us who do not, see, I mean, who see people of color as You know, just like any other person. I mean, there is still that cult that's like, no, you know, we needed to be back then in the seventeen hundreds where we found America, and like, why are you, uh why are you black people here? And I'm, I'm just like, I mean, we found America, but we found it as a land that was inhabited by Native Americans and killed them off through a disease. So I mean, technically, we didn't. It's not our country, but I mean. There's that whole like there's that whole cult of people who do not want things to change do not want to accept others just like them and it is very sad and is where i am not proud of this country even though i am proud of Certain people in this country who are doing amazing things, and I think even over there in the UK and Ireland knows that there are good people here, but just not the leaders. I mean, I think what was really sweet, and I'll get back to the gender disparity report, but what I think was really sweet though is uh the looking up to people like actually probably the most popular one is uh, AOC, or I mean that's his initials her initials, but she goes by Alexandria Casio Cortez, and she's. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you know. Okay, so...
1: She's literally so cool, so articulate, so smooth, and so right. Like, yeah, I love her. She's, she's excellent.
0: Yeah, so she's a politician that's based in New York in the Queens area, and... I mean, I I haven't met her myself, but I my discovery of this person was through this Netflix film called "Knock the House Down," which talks about her uh, challenges and everything she went through becoming a uh, you know what she is today. And it was a very empowering film. I mean, for people who want to see equality towards women, that it's a a big th- a big topic that go it goes through, and you're just seeing her trying to get through with uh, the things she's. Trying to, uh, she's wanting to accomplish like uh, as it goes by, like having everything just filmed, not not like any documentary where it already happened and you're having people just talk about their experiences when it happened. Like it's a documentary that just happens or like it's recorded exactly as everything is going by. Like her own battle to against uh, her competition to be uh, uh, one of the uh, leading uh, senders and uh, queens. And, you know, some of the things she went through and everything. But, I mean, I do really admire her myself because she really loves her fans. Like, her uh, followers, her appreciation. Like, she'll just hang out with them yeah, bars and even like visit their islands in Animal Crossing. Well, I mean that's a video game. I don't mean to get nerdy, but yeah, I mean I can definitely see that. I mean I I don't know her and I hear like right after I was like, man, this is a very empowering woman and her story is very special. Then right after I said that, there's like, well, do you know that she said that you don't have to pay your taxes? I'm like, oh Jesus. I I don't know I don't know how much of this is true, but you know, there's there's always two sides. And I'm like, that's the thing is I, I I don't try to get myself attached to very popular people because if I don't have a connection with them, then I I mean if they screw up or they do something that makes a lot of people angry, then I'm I, I'm not saying that's what AOC is. But there was, there is, you know, there are people who do not like her, so I, I don't know. So, but I definitely see why she is much loved in other countries. I think it's great we have people like her over here. But the thing I wanted to talk about regarding that is that there are charities, and I mean there are probably charities over in the UK and in Ireland as well. But I mean there are organizations of people doing great things, not even for a paycheck. I even want to put a shout out to Haruk uh, and her kids. It's a uh, charity I work with. And uh, it's a where people dress up as superhero characters, as Disney characters, and everything. And they would go to children's hospitals. They would, you know, host these events and try to make children laugh and smile and make them feel like they they met their favorite hero that they looked up to on the big screen or on television or anything. And but part of it is to raise money for hospitals to fund for uh, you know hopefully to. Help the kids who were born with cancer and a lot of terrible things. Or, you know, kids with disabilities, with uh, autism, uh, with uh, Down syndrome, with paralyzing, paralyzation. A lot of things that, uh you know, anyone else, like, uh, just either physical, mental, or, you know, health disability. I think of every time I just join... I. They were kind of like, or Hurricane or kids, they just kind of like fa- friends and family to me because uh, we kind of all stick together to, you know, do our best to keep kids going and to make sure they have a great future. And so when I look at those charities, I'm like, no, there are great people here in America, but I mean, it cannot be ignored either that the ones leading this country, they are screwing up everything. Uh, but not just with racism, but even with COVID-19, we are the worst uh, when it comes to even dealing with that. I mean, schools are apparently supposed to open next month and nobody no, has up? a freaking clue how to even uh, solve that. And I have a feeling that we're might, we might have to just go back to being online, go back to shutting the uh, country down because we just are dumb leaders just let it go out of control and yeah now every place or at least a lot of places here in the country are hot zones and so when i even just saw uh Cellevee's, uh movement it, it was really interesting to see that there are people who were kind of close together not everybody had masks but over there in ireland they already dealt with it or at least they yeah. they controlled it and i just wish that was the same here but
1: yeah we we've been watching, we've been all tracking what's happening in America, um, very closely. Everyone in the UK and, and Ireland, because it's it's like it's hard not to watch. Because yeah, you're right. It feels like it's it is out of control in so many different levels, and it's really sad because. Um, I think in the UK and also in Ireland, we, we often feel close to America culturally, um, in music and film and things like that. So it almost feels like what we're watching are our cousins or something, going through a really hard time, which is totally... There's no need for it. There's just no need for it.
0: Yeah, but at the very least, I'm just great that uh or not or grateful that even though there are jerks here that are all about trying to be number one i mean there are still uh us just really looking out for each other and like treating other people like they should be treated as people i mean that's the thing is originally when i went up to I- or talking to uh linda there was a part of me going like okay are they really interested in talking to me because i'm american and i mean i would totally get it because I mean, there are things that cannot be ignored. I was like one of the few that just said, screw you, 4th of July. I'm not going out there and shooting fireworks. Uh, And I'm even saying screw you, Halloween, because we do not deserve that holiday either, uh, especially with COVID out of control. But, uh, no, it's great to see... That sort of large connection that we are, even though some of us are trying to turn uh, against each other, there are uh, some of us like out of uh, different countries staying united, and that's what I really want. And hopefully, hundred percent of us, but you know, uh, anyway. But I, I, I don't mean to kind of go on a rant on that, but I, I just, but I do want to talk about Ireland in general. That, uh, what am I talking about? Gender disparity. I'm I'm running out of breath just at the beginning of this, but I do want to talk about your music too. I mean, that is a, another important thing, but I mean, that was a good thing that you brought up is that you were one of the only uh, black family that you knew of uh, at the start of like growing up and everything, which yeah. is reflective of what Linda was trying to, you know, put in her uh, gender disparity report where there's just a small percentage Maybe even yeah, just a very small percentage of black people, black musicians, at least in the music industry, you know, that are out there and uh, you know getting the attention they deserve. And yeah, you want to say something? Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I think you're totally right, and the, the, I think the the more shocking thing is is the female aspect because there's there's around fifty percent of of The whole population is female. The audience, fifty percent, is female, and there are a lot of incredible female artists out there. And and some stations weren't weren't playing any any in their top twenty. The the ethnic um minority thing. Is, is an issue in the UK and in Ireland in, in general, in Europe, it's an issue. But the, the gender thing, I was shocked. I could not believe it when I whenever I read that one. But the the ethnic thing I can kind of more understand because there aren't as many. Um, it's a really tiny number of, of Black population in Ireland. Um, although I do think that there's always gonna be an issue whenever the decision makers are all kind of similar so they're all typically white men and naturally everybody has natural biases and it's like a fold of evolution where where we feel good when we're around things that are similar or things that we recognize really closely so it makes sense that if your decision makers are all going to look and and sign and and they're all very similar backgrounds they're the, they're the artists that they're going to promote is most similar to the decision makers. So I mean, the issue in Ireland is that they don't have enough women in positions apart in the radio stations and um, in the news outlets and all of that. I think that's, that's like the, the real issue behind all, all of it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not even, I mean, I already said myself that I, I don't want to put people against each other. I'm, I, my wish is I even just hope that teleportation exists or something where we're <laughs> going, traveling internationally is not expensive, but I I don't know. I, this is something I probably even shouldn't be thinking about because we're, yeah. Anyway, what I was trying to get to is that uh, I have seen, when, when looking at that list of just how very few, and I mean, it's not like there hasn't been progress made, probably recently. And then you know what? Go follow Linda or coogan byron or the good seed pr those will get you uh, they both of those accounts on twitter or instagram they'll get you completely up to date uh on, and on facebook up to date on just uh the recent ratio that is going on between men and women but also white people and black people and you know so on so forth but when i was looking at that list I did also think about the artists over here. At least for big artists, we've had, I mean, the most popular artists right now that I can think of are Beyonce, uh, Childish Gambino, and, uh, you know, some other one. Oh, uh, Aquafina is another big one. And all those people are of color. Now, there's some white musicians as well katy perry justin beaver uh i mean th- i'm not deeply rooted into the music scene so i don't know exactly every star out there but i do know that some of the most listened to artists are black and, and actually some of them are not even just an individual art- artist but even musicals like hamilton which is a uh, a very loved musical over here which the entire cast or most of the entire cast is made up of Latinas, Latinos, and uh, Black people. Uh, so I mean, I'm not saying that, hey, you, know what, th- this is why Ireland, you know, wh- why aren't you like that? No, I'm, I'm saying is that, you know, I, I'm, I'm just very surprised. I mean, especially listening to Selvi's uh, music and listening to your music, I'm just very uh, shocked and disappointed that Ireland is not paying too much attention to black people or at least not enough maybe they still are uh, at least at this time we're seeing a change or at least i'm seeing maybe a little bit of a change now i'm i'm trying however i word this in a way saying that no this is not over and there's still a fight to be fought but You know, there have been some things I've seen or just following it up and, uh, you know, through the radio, through magazines that at least uh, black voices are being heard more. I think that might be due to, I don't know if you know Erica Cody's. Uh, or Eric, yeah, she made a video about being harassed, and that video blew up so much that it broke Spotify. And I think maybe that might have woken up Ireland, at least to at least look at it i i mean i'm not in ireland so i don't know what the current situation is but that gender disparity report that linda keeps bringing up i think is important because it lets people know that you know uh it's a global issue racism is and there are people there are talented people in ireland that no one's paying attention to just simply based on their skin color not because of whether or not their music is good
1: yeah it's true it there is a serious problem um where yeah, you're you're right. The the issue is with race and also gender as well. I think the two things combined is like sometimes very frustrating because um when you know that your your work is just as good as the next person um, but the decision makers like the other person because they look more like them. It's, it's irritating. Um, to be honest, the main reason I left at Belfast is because even to get a normal job outside of music was so difficult. I was very good at school. Um, all my peers got jobs. I was the last person and it took a lot of interviews and I got so frustrated. I was like, I'm going to London where at least I'm going to be <laughs> hopefully not as ignored. So yeah, there's, there is a serious issue with with race and gender in the music industry in Ireland right now, I, I think it's slowly changing, but I think the, the, the important thing is for the momentum to keep going at the same pace so that people don't just make a, like a quick like um, change for social media and to show like, kudos in the media and then switch back to their old ways. So I think that the changes that need to be happening need to be structural um, in the management and the decision-making, whether it needs to be um, setting policies about equality and diversity or just being more proactive and more open. But it's definitely going in the right direction because to make anything change, you always need to be aware of the problem. And before, people weren't even aware that there was a problem. They they definitely weren't aware. This is like um, one of the most... I, I guess, eye-opening things that have happened. Um, and I, I do personally feel uh, more positive about the future because of it.
0: Yeah, and what I think is really awesome, I, I mean, I, I'm going to, uh, or, or, oh, what's it i just drumbled my words for a second but you know going back to erica cody from what i heard is like she was uh at least going to this uh play or not this playlist but this concert i think europe or the uk and that's telling me that you know even if there's still a small percentage as if you can let one black artist into the spotlight that can hopefully set off a reaction to allow more people of color to kind of come up and you know get get the attention they deserve i I mean there's always that and then there's just also there are so many musicians out there i mean there's a whole independent uh music or or at least um yeah independent artist scene here because there are so many musicians uh black musicians asian uh white i mean i haven't looked at the charts to see like how many how much diversity is in the top most played i just know the most popular ones are black or uh asian or white you know i mean latina and and south indian i mean i haven't seen too much of them and you know one step at a time i, I would i would assume but there are uh, great musicians of just regardless of what black background you've got and you know my hope is ireland could see that too and, you know, they could uh, accept black people more. And then maybe later there was a higher population of black people over in Ireland. But, I mean, that's the thing is I've known so little by Ireland. I did not know how the, the racism issues that are going on in Ireland as well. Uh, I mean, you know, what? I even just researched and discovered there were black people in Russia. And that was something I'd never really thought because i've never seen uh, like i mean i've never been to russia myself but that's just really interesting to see these different you know different races different uh sexualities in, uh, in different countries i mean even recently i interviewed someone who is half black half asian and i've literally never seen someone like that before and ah! but i was I was just really in awe on that. But I mean, she was a wonderful human being as it, as she is. So the, the, her race was just not really... now too big of a thing except the fact that she has 90k followers on instagram and that's uh jenny Genie... dang it janina <laughs> this is early in the morning for some reason i'm not completely awake yet janina filipina just amazing sweet lady who is a uh, very popular model on instagram and she's black filipina uh, which i think is just really interesting that she's representing both of those races and having that big of a following to where you know when you have that many followers on instagram that's enabled you to do a lot of things and possibly make a living off of that so i'm just really proud of her and just uh grateful that you know she not only just of how wonderful she is but her other job of being a nurse and having to deal with covid uh front and center so and racism but you know yeah so i mean it's it really s- sad that we have a world that is still full of hate. But I mean, I like to also think of the people who are doing great things, who are fighting back against the hate. You know, bringing people together. Uh, you know, and we've seen changes in companies too. I mean, Disney for the longest time. I think people forget about what is that movie? It was uh, about like a sl- happy slave. Uh, Song of the South. Oh, you- no, Song of oh. the South. Yeah. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> They, <laughs> they, they 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 well no that's a good thing to put, bring up uh, over here in hollywood they love those slave movies and yeah you know, black people over here they're tired of hollywood loving those slave movies and they're saying we we promise will change hopefully they do that but yeah that's a good thing to point out we all over here in hollywood and the movie scene even though we are seeing more movies uh, with black stars in it. I mean, Chris Renaud he's a big, popular director. His next film has a, a black lead character who is like Denzel Washington's son. But yeah, Hollywood has a big issue with racism and sexism and everything. And I'm hoping that changes. But that's also why I I take the Oscars with a grain of salt because it's really just business people celebrating money and all that. And I don't mean to be cynical about uh, Hollywood and all that, but, you know, when they talk about we're all for the people, we're all for equality and everything, I'm like, well, you just applaud Roman Plansky, who raped a little girl so i mean i don't know anyway so i don't mean to get on the slung tangents on it but i think it is an important thing to start out with because i didn't mention the gender disparity report enough last time and that was because my last interview she was going through a lot of things so i just wanted to spend that time making her happy so but hopefully you well i mean you mentioned that you've dealt with racism but i mean hopefully right now living in the uk you aren't having to deal with that as much racism wow you <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you would think so, and until until this whole Black Lives Matter thing, it was it wasn't a big deal. What, and by, like this is, is and it's sad when I say that. I just mean it wasn't it wasn't taking over my time and my mind space. It wasn't like a a really omnipresent issue. Since Black Lives Matter, my goodness me. People that I thought I knew very well from my childhood, people, I, people I've known for a long time, people I thought I understood were on the same. with no, 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 no. So, no, I, I feel like it's probably the same for, for you, I don't know. Um, it's caused people to vocalize how they feel, and a lot of how people feel is racist. It actually really stressed me out because I was thinking that, um, I don't know, maybe there's only like 5% of people in, in my circle who are racist, a tiny amount of people, all over my Facebook, there's all this racist nonsense. I was like shocked, shocked, shock, shocked, shocked. So yeah, I mean, pfft, i'm glad that people have revealed themselves
0: but there are more racist people than i thought there were unfortunately yeah well i mean that's we can always just uh i mean that's what these peaceful marches have hopefully done i mean they've i I think with these peaceful marches that have happened especially you just wanted to mention uh sell these marches that happened recently in ireland you know I, i am just so thankful for linda for hooking me up with these people i mean uh she was my first and just a wonderful human that I just became friends with, like, after the interview. And I was just really happy to uh, see a lot of people just, you know, get, sign up and just uh, get ready for the cause. Because it it means that there are people, even with the racist people there, there are people who do want to see change and who are even white. Yeah, that's uh, so, yeah, sure. right. Yeah, I mean, it's not... There's always the bad people everywhere, but, you know, that that's yeah. the good people. They, uh, ho- I mean, hopefully we'll all come out of this. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> I'm trying to be as helpful as possible. But I want to get to your music. We've been 30 minutes and we barely <laughs> need to talk about Who <laughs> I also apologize. I, I messed up your name. Not Winnie Ann. It's Winnie Emma. not worry. And also, I made you come here when you wanted to ride your bike today, so...
1: Oh, no, 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 don't worry. It's raining anyway, so I wouldn't have been riding the bike, so that's fine. Okay. I'm really really excited to be here.
0: Okay, no, I, I'm really excited to talk to you, too, because, I mean, the first thing I saw on your, when uh, she was giving me, like, six other artists, the first thing I saw of yours uh, was, uh, and no, I l- looking at some of your songs, two of them, they were, like, uh, at least part of the title, they were about my baby, uh, and I, I guess, I'm seeing a lot of artists talk about relationship, like, n- not just relationship problems, but even, like, relationship Things that I really enjoy. Were those the uh, the main motivations for you to make those songs? Was just uh, you were thinking about? I don't know. Some uh, well, maybe not even a guy. It could be a literal baby. Like you can <laughs> talk about your <laughs> my you baby, my baby. <laughs> Shut up! Who's oh, just who's just no. like what? <laughs> i just i just freaked my cat out by pretending to be a baby anyway uh, oh, as you were really? saying <laughs>
1: um no do you mean um the the cover i did my baby cares
0: for me nia simone i i think of that but there was also one music video that had a guy and i think he was um, like about to dive into a or uh, go swimming and you it was also part of the lyrics talking about baby or my baby uh,
1: yeah okay yeah so um yeah so the my baby catch for me that's just a cover from by simone so the way i learned to sing it was a jazz music so that's my original passion is jazz music and singing um and then the song that you're talking about is called i swear um actually a little secret. most of the songs i write are not about a romantic relationship but it's easy to also interpret it in that way so um a lot of the time they're about my sister's my mother. They're about my friends, but um, yeah, they yeah. Maybe sometimes I'll I use the word the word baby, but often the whole story, like the whole thing, is about something completely different. Um, the one you saw is about an apology. So it's when whenever you know when you say something and in, with like passion, and then you you regret it immediately after, and you're apologizing. So that's what. Um, that sounds
0: about well i mean i know not all of them are about you know relationship and stuff i mean you had another song about summertime and well maybe that was another cover but there was two that i listened to and they were a completely different style from jazz they had sort of i wouldn't say techno but yeah. like your recently the latest one that you showed me before this too which uh um, Th- that was- that was oh, or what? Hello. Oh, sorry, I <laughs> sorry. Okay. Uh, y- yeah, I was talking about the latest song that you just sent me, like uh, via instagram what are we yeah what are we
1: yeah so that is um my most recent song which is going to be out on the 21st of august and um it's it's not actually about relationships but but again it can easily be translated that way it's about this current mess that we're actually in at the moment with income insecurity covid black lives matter this whole shutdown of the economy everything it's about the whole thing and I really, I really feel like right now, um, a lot of people are reevaluating themselves, society, and there's so many times that I've thought, what on earth is going on, and like, what have we become, and what is this? So, so that's what it's about. But it can easily be, I can understand why it's easy to interpret it as two people thinking, what's going on between us? Like, like what, what are we together? But it can be that as well. But the original concept was was one that's a, a little bit bigger um the
0: situation that we're in this current mass <laughs> well no only two songs i thought it was about you know a relationship i knew this one wasn't i was just saying that you, you go through like some different styles too like not just with jazz yeah. but also with techno which i think is really cool because uh i mean you talking to me right now you sound very different from when you're singing like you're able to kind of yeah. put on a different voice or at least a different tone uh. While you're singing, which I think is really cool. I mean, I know that's what musicians and artists—they're. I mean, something they can do. A really great job at with either acting or also uh singing but just performing in general just that when you were singing even not just like my baby but also summertime and then even this like i mean i couldn't tell that you were from specifically ireland or the uk like oh. uh i mean you could have been right. from anywhere uh in the world And the, yeah so like you're the the when you sing like it's just very like i mean it could just be like, a, 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 what? <laughs> that's, I've been starring myself, but no, I just like how you are able to just transform yourself when you're singing. Ah,
1: uh, thank you. That's what I probably <laughs> should have <laughs> said. That's
0: a good thing. Finding a long way around it, but no, that's
1: <laughs> no, I appreciate that. I think it's maybe because. Each, each song is about a completely different scenario, and so when you get really into the song and into that mind space, and you become part of the music as well, your voice is part of the music, then... It,
0: it flexes to whatever it needs to be in that in that song yeah i That's mean it, what, what i i really do i mean i, I don't want to go back to your cover but when i uh thought about uh my baby uh <laughs> i like how i'm saying that like uh, my, my baby my baby my baby hoops okay but i just also like how happy you are when you're singing like you just really enjoy what you do uh thank
1: you i do yeah i love it it's like one of it's just one of the most like satisfying things to, to sing a song and also for everyone else to like it. It's the best thing ever.
0: Yeah, no, I mean <laughs> you. It should be something you enjoy. But I just like while you're singing, you're just so darn happy. Like you're just having the best time of your life. And I think that's just <laughs> a really great thing to do when doing something you really love doing. Any performances, just be just have so much fun doing it. You know, it's just uh, even just like the the lighting and your room and everything you kind of almost bring that old time like as if it was a black and white movie uh-huh. like it could be from uh you, you'd hear this in the background drop in the morning to you my name is charlie I, <laughs> I, I,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this year is Yicky sam why back in 1926 she drove the ferrari hey lady Keep playing that thing.
1: <laughs> oh, I, don't I mean. I like it.
0: Yeah. No, I I mean, you kinda of bring some really interesting styles here. That's why I, I when I listen to these Irish musicians, I mean, yeah, you're you're in the UK, but I mean still uh, when I listen to these musicians, I'm like, "Yeah, why are people in Ireland not really paying as much attention to these I mean all of you like this is music I would see from someone who's got like ten thousands or fifty thousand followers, but you're at like not even a thousand on Instagram uh-huh. and that I mean lady, there should be more people looking at you. What the heck is going on?
1: uh, thanks. <laughs> Well, I'm working on it, slowly, slowly working on it. I can. There's, there's no point in, and um, I think there's no point in like being sad about it. The only thing we can do is like work harder and keep going and stay focused. So that's what I'm doing.
0: Well, actually, I do want to. Put this other thing is that you know artists they are i mean anybody with a creative profession or or what have you they always want to have that hundred thousand or a million but when they get to it it's kind of a whole different story and i'm sure you're yeah. happy where you're at right now because assu- my assumption is that this is your your job is uh being an artist or is this something you're doing on the side
1: yeah so i'm working towards doing it full time my so i haven't even launched my first single yet so everything i've done so far is writing for other artists but um yeah my first single is coming out um on the 21st so then hopefully i can uh be full time
0: yeah but like you don't have like uh, a job that's like completely unrelated to what you're doing oh no i do
1: you know i do (laughs) because i have to still pay my bills yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, that's that's always the hopeful goal. I mean, yeah, yeah, as you mentioned, money, income, and everything. The economy is bad here because. Yeah, uh, the, the, uh, dealing with COVID-19 and just, uh, I don't know, it's, it's not great out here, but, uh, yeah. I, I mean, the, the fact that at least in Ireland, hopefully in the UK, you guys have dealt with this, or at least been able to contain it where it's not 100%, that's not affected live's or as much over there Uh, even though I get to still be careful just in case but it's just really awesome to see that you guys are able to at least slowly pick things back up and not have to still be in this mess or at least as much
1: Yeah. yeah I hope it stays this way or it continues in the same downward trend because there's a there's a worry that as they op- reopen everything, then there'll be a second wave. So I know, like, all the schools and hospitals, everyone's preparing for that. When it comes to winter time, and then people start to even even if it doesn't actually come back as a second wave with the virus, it when it gets to winter and people are starting to have a cough or a cold, you have to stay at home because it could be the virus. Um, at least until you have a test and everything like that. Um, so I think there's going to still be disruption. To the economy and to general life, just because the flu is going to come, and and as well as potentially the virus as um, coming back on a second wave.
0: Well, that's the thing: is the CDC and the WHO, they're are the two organizations that people should be paying attention to the most that some people feel like they're smarter than them but they are the ones who know this virus the most and they are confirming a second wave released in the fall the in flu season we are gonna see this come back around like they some of them said that the uh virus can just hang around in the southern hemisphere so and uh it won't go away until we have a vaccine and even then they say that you might have to use the vet you might have to get vaccinated like maybe a couple times Uh, Until it completely goes away. But they're saying that this virus is going to be here throughout 2020. It's not going to be gone. And the only thing you could do is contain it while you work for that vaccine. Which I did hear. Uh, I mean, not to keep going on about COVID. But there was a report saying that over in, I think, the UK, they actually are working on a vaccine. And they uh, they have their first, or at least their first uh, successful test. Yeah. Now. I heard that. Now that, I mean, people look at that first successful test, like it's going to be out in just a couple of weeks or months, but if we know about vaccines, they've, Taken quite a while. With newer technology, they're hoping that you know this will be sooner than later, but even then they're predicting the soonest would be in the summer twenty twenty-one or the fall twenty twenty-one. But I mean we'll have to see. Again, we we don't know what will happen. I mean, yeah, I don't think anybody should be paying attention to anyone other than the CDC or who. Because there are people over here in the US that were finding data from other sources that are saying this virus is not that deadly or it will be gone by November. And we need to stop that right right now and not look for other things to just tell I mean even if it's try to make us happy, I get it. But it's also kind of a bad thing to look at positive news that isn't real and yeah. try to spread like that's gonna be uh, the truth because there is another one that says hey you know what you can get rid of covid right now if you take these uh hydroxide pills oh
1: my <laughs> yeah we've seen that that's really stressful to watch it's really really stressful and all sorts of misinformation all over facebook and the internet people thinking that they're suddenly not a doctor bizarre. But again, this is like one of those things that's just illuminated how diverse I guess that like people are and the way they think and how they think and how it's easy to get misled, and sometimes I get it, it's hard to know what's right and what's true, but it's very stressful to watch people thinking things that are eventually actually deadly.
0: Well, that's the thing, is the news over here, they pick up some of this, these headlines, regardless if they're directly from the CDC or who, and I think oh, you really... And that that's the thing, is some of the news they can be uh, misleading as well. So I just say only the CDC or who. Those are the two people they know about every single vi- deadly virus. And Anthony Fauci, he he's being like... Step or pushed aside and he, that's that should not be he should be the leading force in all this but you know we have bad leaders over here that th- just think about money and think that they know what they're doing but
1: so i didn't know that so the so your news like on tv on radio and the in the paper they they'll pick up a headline even if it's not factual the yeah. actual news
0: yeah that I mean that's well some news sources are like that because right? I mean these some of these news stations they they kind of like to favor one political side or this whole political party versus these two that's it, that's partially what's tearing people apart because uh, yeah i mean a lot of not great stuff but that's why we try to keep together that's why i even host online hangouts at, like tonight at, uh, at six that's why i couldn't do this later but i wanted to make give people the at least the knowing that things are not over and we can get through this even if it might take a while even if you know the aftermath is uncertain that's just what i what I have to say regarding that i don't want to keep going on about virus because this this is about you and I've been, <laughs> i I took only a small portion of it, but I mean, what's your favorite thing about even, uh, just singing or just th- this as a profession of being a musician, being a, you know, writing songs for other people, but also singing yourself. Like, why do you love this so much?
1: So my favorite part is, um, connecting with other people because it's always great to, to talk and to um, I, love, I love speaking to people, I, I talk all the time, every day, I'm always on the phone or chatting or with people talking, I love it, but with music, it's like so good because you can tell a story and then that story is just being retold and people are connecting to it and enjoying it. And it's just so lovely. and I like it whenever I write a song, which is about me or my experiences, and then someone else wants to sing it because it resonates with them. It's just so beautiful to see it then transformed into something else. So it's art on top of art. And then, ideally, it makes people dance or singing along and things like that. And it's just the best. Yeah, yeah, that's what
0: I well, I mean, during this uh, performance, I mean, just your your profession. Just uh, I mean, there should be you should love it because I I mean that if that's what's really getting you motivated doing that you know i'm just really happy for you that even if you only have a or at least not or not a massive falling or anything it's just the the hope is that you know you get more recognized for the talent that you have with uh music and uh, i mean you know with these uh, gender disparity reports hopefully they can change the ratio and then just give you more i, I wouldn't say like hey you're know, just immediately give you on top but just at least recognize uh the talent that you You've got, and at least uh, you know, just give you a chance because I bet that's probably the thing that you're you're dealing with as an artist or a black artist over in Europe is just that chance.
1: Exactly. Uh, exactly. Know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't think anybody who's female or black or both is asking for to be at the t- at the very top. We just want the same opportunities. So if we're average, we can be average alongside our or male peers or white peers, if we're the best, we can be the best alongside the best of no matter what other color or gender is, is out there. Just the the same chances and the same opportunities would be great.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that's where we're seeing, you know, at least change right now. I and mean, then hopefully that keeps going. But, I mean, at the very least, there are people in there they who really love what you do. And they are enjoying your music. And, I mean, the, the fact that you still have a following or uh, people who are just really loving your stuff. And not only that, but there's actually, not even just about music, but there's a scene where I think you're doing a set and... Uh, Like people are putting makeup on you. So do you do actually uh, live shows or what was that about? Are you also into modeling?
1: Yeah, that was a a model shoot I did. Um, I went to Ghana, which is where my parents are from for the first time. And uh, my cousin is a photographer. And so we did some photos for my press kit out there. So all for my my music
0: yeah so i mean do you like uh modeling as much as music or like what is your thoughts on that
1: i love modeling it's again so much fun i i do you know what i think is really good it's whenever i like doing these things naturally and then someone else is like hey i like that you do that it's just so much fun i like i like it whenever you have a scene and the photographer has an idea, you have an idea, you put it together and then the shot is just something else that you can never have imagined because it's two people's ideas and, and you are like the, like the art that makes that the thing good.
0: Yeah, I love it. So much fun. Yeah, I mean, the modeling industry is something I'm not too familiar with. Just like with music, there's plenty of things I don't know about it. But, I mean, I've known friends who are musicians who are also models. And they have their own, like, different experiences with it. I mean, actually, some of my modeling-type friends... Are trying to work their way around COVID by doing those six feet apart uh, photo shoots. I don't know if okay. that's something that you're doing too. I mean, that's the thing is with COVID 19, like how has that affected your plans of anything? I mean, even yeah, though exactly. noting things are better over there.
1: Yeah, um, well, it's slowed down things like uh, music recording because normally I record my music in Belgium, and um, that's where my production team is um but i do have to issue in in london but it's just slowed everything down a little bit so we're we're so actually it's just changed the focus so whereas before i would have been recording quite a few songs right now instead i'm just writing more songs so i've got a bigger pipeline of songs i could probably release two albums if i can just get to the studio <laughs> and um, get them all done. So it's just shifted um, where my time is focused.
0: Yeah, do you still have, like, people around you, like, uh, working with you or at least just uh, hang out or anything? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so I've got... What do
0: you mean, like, musically or in general? Well, I mean, in general, music or, or not. Like, are you, you're having to isolate yourself from exactly everybody or do you at least have, like, a small group of people that you can at least be around? Uh,
1: okay, yeah. Yeah, I've got a small group of people. Um, I mean... I've got a balcony and um, access to a garden, and and there's a few parks around here as well. So it's not been super lonely at all. And and also there's Zoom chats and phone calls and everything. Uh, So, um, yeah, it's been good on my side. What what about you?
0: Well, I mean, I just got me and my family. All my friends are, like, at least a half hour away. And and some of them have a chronic illness. So, I I mean, if you know anything about chronic illness, it's a... uh, you know we're depending on the weather they'll get in that their bones will flare up and it will be very painful and all that so they are at high risk when it comes to covid i i don't want to put them through that so i mean when it comes to friends zoom is pretty much where it's at zoom or skype but uh you know my family's all here and we have the niece and the nephew so and hoops who is fast asleep now? That's the thing is like a lot of my interviews with Black Creatives, especially last thing with uh, Sylvie. She was running around the room, screaming like, "Why are you, I'm. Stop. Why am I in here?" And she would stare up yeah. at me and meow and just jump on the counter back there. And She would be all over the place. Here, she is just drowsy. So I mean, <laughs> my that's the thing is you get a cat. An orange tabby is going to be wild as heck. They, you, they are full of love they'll love you to death but you know they will be troublemakers sometimes so that's something uh well i mean you know cats have personalities and you know the the thing with pets you gotta teach them and all that so yeah yeah uh, uh, so with with all this like uh what what is your future i mean you mentioned making new songs but what are some things that you're hoping to i mean being that covid has shut some things down but say covid is not here what are some things that you're wanting to do
1: Ooh, if covid is not here I have so many things I want to do, yeah. so I want to get back in the studio, record all these songs, which I'm super excited to share with everybody, um, and then I want to get on tour full time, sing the songs, release the songs, dance around, have a nice time with mu- musician friends and dancers, that's what I would like to do, and I cannot wait.
0: Have you ever been on tour?
1: No, actually, so so my boyfriend's a, um, a DJ, so I've been on tour with him doing his stuff, but I want to do my own tour,
0: singing and dancing with my own stuff. So, how does that, how would it feel, though, having, like, thousands of people look at you while you sing?
1: I would be so excited.
0: Just so excited. (laughs) You have nothing but happy, even with that. I mean, I'll tell you myself, I would get a little nervous if I had that many people looking at me, but, I mean, that's really awesome that you just, you're just so happy no matter what. That's what I really like about you. Whether you're singing, whether you're talking, you're just really in a good mood and that's i think a great mood to have especially at this time and i'm just all glad back. that your, your spirits are just high lifted uh you, i mean despite covid racism and all the the stuff that's going on this year but we all can hope things will get better oh yeah yeah i, f- I forgot like uk has their own donald trump uh what's his name boris johnson so i never... <laughs> i like that
1: you already know that yeah we have our own Trump over here
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing, is I got a friend in the UK as well, so, like, she's been telling me about... And, you know what, I have to make this also for all my European friends and and people who are listening to this from uh, European countries, who looked at Kanye West saying, oh no, America's gonna have Kanye West as president. No, we're not, because Kanye West... He put himself into the ring very late in the game. Now, being president here, you've got to start, like, December or January. If you start in July, some of the states will already have their ballots closed so there are places ah, where you can't yeah. even go to vote for uh, kanye west and as he starts and everything and during his time of saying that he's running running for president all he's done is just go to public places and just shout a lot of random nonsense like uh, harriet tubnet never freed the slaves or really dumb things like that so for people in the uk and and ireland looking at kanye west like oh Oh, he's got a chance to be it no he does not he, he is just making a fool out of himself he is not going to be president uh now that's thing i don't want it. like we had obama and he was great he loved people he had a great sense of humor and everybody's like man i really miss obama but you know he was in office for eight years and being a president is a lot of work so i would i don't blame him for wanting to you know exit out of that even though he's coming back in just to try to yeah, because you know the, the election is coming up we got trump versus uh uh joe biden and joe biden is winning right now because i mean people are sick of this of the guy that we currently have
1: yeah uh, but the, the problem with kanye running for president isn't that people people in the uk i don't think we think kanye will be president but they we're worried that it might split the vote against trump so then if if people are anti-Trump but don't want to vote Biden, they might vote Kanye. And actually, it's good. it's always really a two-person race, so either it's Trump or Biden. So any other um, distraction might then weaken the vote against Trump. So I think that's what, that, what, what we're worried about for you guys.
0: Well, yeah, and I'm just saying that I don't, I don't think a lot of people have, are gonna vote for him. I, I mean, they're the people who are voting for them are the people who probably don't even uh, take anything seriously anyway. But okay. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I actually one of my friends in the UK, she literally thought that Kanye had a chance to be president, so she was really worried for. I'm and I just said no. If Kanye wanted to be president so bad, he would have started way back when uh, there was this shot, but. I mean, yeah. th- this, this election is already halfway over and, you know, there's not really a, a, I mean, you need to have all of the states open for you if you want to really have a shot over there. But yeah, okay. so I would not worry about that at all. Anyway, so I, I just have to throw that out there. Because I've seen people, like, tweet about Kanye and and the possibility of him winning. Don't don't even think about that as an option. He is just too crazy. But you are wonderful. And I'm sorry I've talked quite a bit about political issues and and social issues. But, I mean, you know, that is important. important. What?
1: They're important things. Yeah,
0: yeah. But, I mean, it's also important to talk about how wonderful you are as an artist. And, you know, the music you produce. How... uh, and just like how great your the songs are i mean i listened to even just the cover like i listened to that cover a lot because it was i mean the way you uh, brought that tone uh, and when i even say of making you sound like you could be from anywhere in the world it's not to say hey nothing against people who sound like you know people from uh, the uk or ireland no, not that at all but the fact that you're able to make your voice seem like anything or at least you're able to kind of work with different tones and that's what I see between the ones that are very jazz focused and the ones that are techno mm-hmm. Uh 'cause cuz yeah I'm seeing like two different voices and I think that's oh, just really cool.
1: This is interesting feedback.
0: <laughs> well yeah. It's and, good to know. Well you would li- you would have to listen to your own song don't you see like there's like a big difference between them?
1: Yeah. I think it's because um the the jazz stuff is typically a lot slower as well um so it's like it maybe a different part of my voice I actually know it is it's a different part of my voice I'm, I'm using but yeah they're completely different styles and completely different um aspects it kind of reflects my personality so I've got lots of different groups of friends I probably couldn't put them all in a room together because I'd want to talk about different things and do different activities and eat different food and it's probably the same with music as well so there's the jazz side and then there's the the pop side um it's like dance electro pop Um, side as
0: well which is you're right it's completely different well there I mean earlier on your Instagram you actually had one other part where you sung it sounds completely different from like this sounds very different from the recent uh, ones that you put out
1: I, I don't think that one does but I guess you're right I well just, yeah, yeah. I,
0: mean, I mean that's the thing is if you really want to kind of see you have to play your own songs back which I mean I'm sure that's something you enjoy doing I mean you would being a happy woman yourself you probably love listening to yourself I would hope like that, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna make these songs and be like okay I'm done I don't want to hear any of this anymore <laughs>
1: I'm gonna play them all side by side and, and see what see what you mean but you're probably right they are different. They're on different days. I use different, um, a different microphone. It's a different genre. Um, that one, the first one, you just, the one you just played, uh, was a cover of a cover. So it was Amy Winehouse's version of uh, "Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow." That I was covering there um, and then the other one is an, a Nina Simone completely
0: different genre and style well I do know that there are musicians or vocalists who do covers and that's still uh, highly effective as well I mean there was a show that used to come on TV called Glee and it was nothing but a jukebox musical for all these mm-hmm. like known songs I mean you got other you know musicals out there too but I mean you know even if it's not a song that you wrote yourself or originally was made by you. I mean, your interpretation of it does make it your own mm. so as long as you don't I, I don't i mean that's the thing is i don't mean not knowing so much about m- the music industry i don't know what that would be to make a cover a song and then try to sell that uh, as a part of your album I, I don't know where the copyright infringement goes regarding you know producing covers and part so, of your album so i, I would no, have to see all right um so normally
1: normally if you were doing the cover then you would just give the publishing rights to the original writer so they'll get a percentage because it's still their work and then you'll get a percentage because you're like doing a new version of it but um all the stuff i'm working on next is original which is why so far i've only released any covers because i can't release anything i'm signed to a small indie label um so i can't actually perform any of my original work until it's like released or registered and everything like that
0: i mean that that's That that, that does make a lot of sense. Anyway, I endure talking to you, lady. And you are an amazing woman. And I just... I I mean, that's my other reason for doing this is not to discover great minds but also make new friends. And I think you are amazing. Where do people follow you up and everything?
1: Um, So you can follow me on Instagram, which is winnie underscore ama ama underscore um or you can find me on facebook winnie ama um and connect with me there send me a message um i always like making new friends as well and it's really great to meet you and i'm really glad that you're my first podcast it's you, been first
0: excellent. you mean no one has talked to your happy butt
1: no no one has you're the first
0: oh I my so, goodness i was
1: so happy to get your message
0: Holy crud! That uh, that needs a change, girl. You need a lot, uh, or at least it, it, b- put yourself out there. That's what musicians are doing. They're going on podcasts, or talking to different, or, or even talking magazines, or what have you. I mean, mm-hmm. there are po- there are people out there. You gotta. Uh, uh, or, I mean, that, I'm I'm sure that's something you've been thinking about is like you know spreading your work through interviews and all that stuff. But I mean, yeah, I yeah. I, I, yeah. you you just got that first. You're an
1: early bird. You're you're coolie. Uh, I'm very aware of the feature trends so you're the first one. Yeah. I'm sure you won't be the last.
0: <laughs> yeah no i hope because you are a tell delay you deserve more Thanks so yeah this will be uploaded on the soundcloud.com slash pawns also pitchpodcast.com courtesy of the amazing merlin uh it was on twitter merlin podcast go ahead and hit her up if you are a podcaster looking to you know connect to your work to her website this is on pond or uh, facebook pawns instagram pawns twitter at chase 64 there's a weekly schedule on pawnspress.wordpress.com and we're also on patreon patreon.com slash punch press support the show help it keep going and you know get better i mean not get better equipment but you know get more uh, stuff out of it and uh, you know may, may it, hopefully at a uh, certain number we'll also do some exclusive shows so you know also on tiktok <laughs> i just decided to go on tiktok to you know put videos of my cat and my three-year-old kid so my, i mean niece what am I saying? No, I don't have kids. Anyway, uh, you have a wonderful rest of your day. Uh, and you yeah, thankfully, hopefully tomorrow it will stop raining, and you can go ride your bike uh, or still be yeah. happy. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I'll ride it tomorrow.
0: Yeah. So ride your bike tomorrow and put that on Instagram and say. Yes, I'm out of Chase's uh, stupid pocket <laughs> it's Excellent podcast. It's been great.
1: Literally, oh, yeah. I've told everyone about it. And okay. they're all
0: excited to hear it. Okay. Anyway, uh, you have a wonderful rest of the day. And I'll talk to you later. Love you, you See you soon.
1: Bye. Bye.